is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and we are continuing our series all about motivation and showing up and doing the thing, not just doing the thing for 30 days, but like doing the thing repeatedly and being that person. You know, I used to really, really struggle with motivation and I mean, sticking with anything. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I started something and stopped, started running and would stop, started eating healthy and would stop, uh, started the podcast and would stop. Um, if you've talked to anyone who's a blogger, you know, like that honeymoon phase when you first start the blog, you're like, this is so exciting. Then you're like, oh, shoot, I actually have to create content. This is a lot. This is really overwhelming. Um, I'm just going to stop. And what I find is usually people stop. They get to that overwhelm because they never really figured out a system of small, like bite-sized things for them to do. They were just like, oh, I'm going to go like do this giant overhaul. Um and they couldn't keep up with it, right? So I don't want that life for you. I want you to be able to show up to do the thing to avoid overwhelm, but like actually feel pretty good, actually feel at ease and like actually enjoy the life that you're living. And it's for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, I care about you. Um, I want that for you. Um, and also I know that when you feel your best, you're going to show up in the world and spread that like feeling your best. It's going to rub off onto other people. Um, I mean, just look at like, I have figured out systems for myself to continue showing up, right? And so if you're listening to the podcast or you're watching the video or you're reading one of the posts on Instagram, it's like, okay, cool. Like if she's showing up and it's helping me, oh, wow, if I show up, that's going to help someone else, right? And so this this the butterfly effect, this ripple effect that we have. Um, so it's important. Yes. Okay. So what are we going to do to avoid overwhelm? We really want to break So we have this big thing that we want, this big thing, and it can feel really scary. Even just saying that this is this thing that we want can feel really overwhelming because it feels so far away. It feels so foreign. I mean, and a lot of people just stop right there. Like, oh, I want this big, scary thing, but I don't think that I'm deserving of it. I've never been able to do it before. Mm, I'm just going to not even bother. Ah, I want you to be able to have that big thing in your life, but we're going to go about it in a way that's actually sustainable. So you have this big, scary thing, this big, scary outcome or exciting outcome. The first thing you want to do is like figure out what are the small bite-sized actions that you can actually do every day and repeat, like get those reps in so that you move closer towards having that thing or really being that person. Okay. And I'm going to take a quote from, you know, one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits. Um, James Clear says, you know, we think that it's weird to just do the, like to do the one thing, like read one page or meditate for one minute or make one sales call. But that's not the point. The point is to master the habit of showing up. The truth is a habit must be established before it can be improved. If you can't learn the basic skill of showing up, then you have little hope of mastering the finer details. Instead of trying to engineer a perfect habit from the start, do the easy thing on a more consistent basis. You have to standardize before you can optimize. So we're all guilty of this. We want to jump in. We want to have the building built on the first day. We want everything to be exactly how we want it to be. We want it to be perfect before we even start. 
And what happens is we will freeze, we'll go, we'll fall into overwhelm and panic. And it's like, well, things aren't perfect. I can't start. I can't do the thing. Or we spend so much time trying to make things perfect. And then we find out like, oh shoot, that that's not, I can't even do that. That's not even going to work. So let's focus. I'm going to go over a couple of, of examples and how to standardize first and then optimize so that you get that big thing that you want and you become this person who shows up consistently working towards that thing. So let's use this example of the podcast. Like, let's just say, like, I have high hopes of this being a successful podcast, um, you know, being one of the top podcasts on Apple, whatever, if that was important to me. Um, if I want it to be a successful podcast, like I need, there's a lot of things that go into it. I need to make sure that I can speak well. I need to make sure that the content is great. I need to make sure that it's being distributed um, and marketed all over the place. I need to make sure that the sound quality is good. I need to make sure that there's, I'm building a following that people actually like me. Like there's so many things that go into it. And if I start thinking about all of those things to make a successful podcast, that can feel really overwhelming. Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do that. That's, you know what? That's for other people. That's for people who have the money to spend on a sound recording studio. I don't have that. I guess this isn't for me, right? We can easily fall into that overwhelm and then not do the thing. And then right back, you're right back where you are. So instead of doing that, let's, let's use James Clear's um, advice. And it's like, master the habit of showing up. So what does someone who has a successful podcast do? Okay, well, they need to make an episode. They need to make one episode. What are the bite-sized actions, like on paper that we can write down that that person can do? Okay, they can, this is how I have been creating the podcast and the videos. They can look at a question that someone has asked. They can make a chart. They can record the thing. Um, the next one, upload the podcast, upload it, and then repeat, right? And so I went through that. That's what I did all of January. I ended up making 29, well, no, I think I just started, I started on December 30th, my birthday. But from December 30th through the end of January, I made 29 podcasts. Pretty great, right? Just following that, looking at the questions that people have asked me, making a chart, recording the podcast, uploading it, and repeat, repeat, repeat. Now what I'm working on is optimizing it. Okay, cool. I, there's some things that I can improve on. I want to make sure that I'm doing that. I don't want it to stay where it is. I want to build this thing that I'm really proud of, but I needed to get those reps in so that it was actually happening. <laughs> so I actually was showing up and doing the things. So it's a little less perfect. It's not that finished, polished thing that I want, but I'm okay with like, okay, cool. This is what it's going to have to be. It's going to be imperfect from the beginning and it's just going to keep getting better. <laughs> That's it. Um, let's pretend that the big thing that you want is a healthy body. There's something wrong with wanting to change the way your body looks or the way that your body feels. I'm a-okay with that, but I want to make sure that we're going about it in a way that is actually healthy. Okay. So if you want a healthy body, what does someone with a healthy body do? Okay, cool. They, they have to eat one healthy meal. They need to get into the, the habit of showing up and eating healthy meals. Let's not even expand to every meal, but just like one meal. One meal needs to be healthy. Okay, cool. How do we do that? How do we make sure that we're eating a healthy meal? Well, what I found for a lot of people, especially right now during the pandemic, is they're, they're not eating uh, they're, they're not taking like a, a breakfast and a lunch and a dinner. It's just kind of like grazing throughout the day or not eating at all and, to, and then getting into the end of the, the evening and being like, oh, shoot, like 
now I'm, I'm starving, right? Okay, so if you want a healthy body, it's going to start with a healthy meal. Let's set a timer so that you leave your work computer at 12 p.m. and you go and eat a lunch. So you're going to set a timer. That's the first thing. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to build a plate with the five piece. So that's even steps in itself, but small bite-sized actions. You're going to go to the fridge and you're like, I need plants. I need protein. I need a little bit of processed fun food. I need plenty of water. I'm going to put it on the plate and I'm going to go sit and eat it, right? That's it. I'm going to set a timer that I need to remind myself to move away from work, move away from the television, move away from stuff and actually sit down and take a break and eat for 10 minutes, right? There's 1,440 minutes a day. You have 10 minutes to eat. You can make that time for yourself. Um, And then you're going to repeat that. Repeat that. Just start with lunch or just start with dinner. Just start with that one meal and like, cool, I'm a healthy person. This is what I do. And I'm going to repeat this. I'm going to repeat this. Then get to a place that you're like, cool, this is just who I am. Do do a month. Do two months of doing that. Great. Now let me optimize it. You know, maybe um, I need to start changing uh, my dinner as well. I've been doing this with lunch. I need to start changing this on dinners with dinners. Um, I've been doing this during the week. I need to make sure that I'm doing this on weekends. Or, you know, I have been having, I've been putting a lot of butter on something or a lot of sugar on something. Let me just change that a little. But like, let's get that standard of like, you're, you are someone who eats a healthy meal and then you can start to optimize that habit, right? Um, let's talk about, let's pretend that you want to make an amazing garden. This is a, uh, a, my my client, Hannah, amazing. I talked about her in one of the other episodes. Um, Hannah wanted to make this amazing garden. She wanted to be a gardener, right? She wanted to have this amazing garden where she could like actually eat her own, um, the, the things that she's grown, right? That felt overwhelming. It felt overwhelming. She had done it in the past and there was this flood and it ruined everything. And it was really overwhelming to think about like all the steps that we're going to have to go into making an amazing garden. So what did we focus on? Just plant one thing. Someone who has an amazing garden starts by planting one thing, just something, anything, right? And so it started really imperfect. Get a pot. Step one, get a pot. Two, fill the pot with soil. Three, plant some seeds. Four, water it. Five, repeat that. Do that with some more pots. Do that. Do that. Get into the habit. Be the person who shows up. Be the person who has, you know, a small garden at home. It's not the thing that you want yet. It's not that big, polished, beautiful thing that you want. But just get into the habit of like showing up and doing this thing and taking care of these plants. And then we're going to optimize it. And so she's done exactly that. Started off with one little pot. It grew to um, a couple more pots. And now she's like making plans for like doing her whole garden, uh, her whole backyard, making a garden, making it a, a farm, like not just a, I mean, like a farm, like you have like actual fruit and vegetables like growing there. How amazing. But it started with that one little pie. It didn't look exactly how she wanted it to look, but she just had to get into the habit of showing up. I think that when we think about these things, we just think, well, that's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough. You know, Susie's doing this big, this big thing that what these small things, that's not going to be enough. And that's why I think it's really, really important too to become a reader. Um, James Clare talks about that, like reading one page, read one page of a book, because there are so many times that we think that these small bite-sized things are not going to work because we're so accustomed to seeing 
the before and afters after 20 days of work. We're so accustomed to seeing the before and afters. We love before afters. We love weight loss before afters. We love um, the, the house transformation. We love someone coming in and like organizing someone else's home um, and fixing it for them. We love someone else to fix things for us. I'm raising my hand. I love that too. Yes, please come just fix my life. I don't want to have to do the work. That would be magical if someone else could fix my life and fix the things that I don't like, right? That would just be, just wave a magic wand and they're gone. No, that's not how it works. It's those small bite-sized things. And so going back to reading, I think it's really important to educate yourself on these things. You're doing a great job by listening to this podcast or viewing this video. You're getting a little bit of insight into how to actually change your life, how to actually build things up and do things slowly. But I think that reading that, reading it or listening to an audiobook, and I highly recommend Atomic Habits. I've read this book. Um oh gosh, eight, nine times. It's like, it's so marked up in all of these different colors because every time that I read it, something catches me. I, or, um, yeah, I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what that meant. Um, if you're a teacher, uh, it's like when you have your students do close reading, this is close reading on a topic that really appeals to me. And it's like the further along you move in life and then you read something else, you're like, oh, that's what they meant. I didn't know what it meant before, but now um, I understand because knowledge builds on itself, itself and you start to make connections with other things that are happening. Another amazing book is The Compound Effect. What I love about this is that he has some great illustrations showing how repeating these small habits, um, how it does compound. He uses is an example um, a penny, like starting out on day one, you have one penny. On day two, you have two pennies. On day three, um, or on, so one penny plus two pennies, one penny plus two pennies plus three, adding that up, like it comes to some astronomical number by the end of just 30 days. But we don't think that that those small things are going to matter. I love that another example that he gives in the compound effect is that it's not no one's been bitten by an elephant. You get bit by mosquitoes. It's those small things that we do or choose not to do that do build up over time and um, steer the direction of where we're going in life. So it's like, cool, those things, those things can help us good or those things can help us not so great, right? Um, but I love, I love thinking about this like, okay, cool, here, if this is that big scary thing that I want to do, or I want to be, or I want to have in my life, what is the one action that I could do or the one step that I can do and how can I break that down into even smaller steps? I do this with everything. Um, I feel like maybe I should stop saying this about myself, but like my, I, I do feel like I get overwhelmed really easily. Maybe I need to get an affirmation about that. Like I, you know, I don't get overwhelmed easily. I, I'm calm easily, but like I get in my head, I make things to be way too big, way too scary. Even if it's something that I've done a million times, every time that I go to start the podcast or start anything in my business, there's this little voice, this little fear, like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hard. And then I have to remind myself, no, it's not. It's not hard. You have this list of what to do. Like I have to write everything out for myself. And that's what helps me calm that overwhelm, calm that fear, calm that voice that's, that's telling me that I can't do it. Um, and you might have that too. There might be this like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hard. Oh my gosh, you're not going to be able to do it. And it's like, wait, like <laughs> calm that voice, give that voice tangible steps, give, give yourself tangible steps of what to do so that you can do the thing um, and you can move along in your life. Um, one of my clients, uh, she was talking about, she wants to build an interior design business and 
you know, we've been working together for three weeks now in year of growth. We've laid down some really great habits with being a morning person, being a meditator, uh, being a journaler, being an exerciser, being a writer, being uh, just all of these great things, these little building, right? These little baby habits that she's building. And she's like, you know, I've seen the success with this. I want to start laying down one brick at a time in my interior design business. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. One brick at a time. And I love that imagery because you're not going to show up on day one and have this amazing business. That's not how it works. You're not going to show up on day one and have the building already built. That's not how it works. It's the laying one brick at a time, laying one brick at a time. And sometimes you have to go back and you have to learn, well, how do I actually lay that brick? And you have to write steps down to how to actually lay the brick down. Um, I think anytime that you can break things down into really tangible steps of what you need to do, that's going to help you. That's going to calm that overwhelm. And that's going to start to make this like, okay, cool. I know what to do. I know where to click on the computer. I know where to go, you know, to get my supplies. It just calms those things and it helps it make it seamless. So it's like, if that felt really abstract, it starts making it obvious and it helps your brain like, okay, cool. Here's that thing that I need to do. So how to avoid overwhelmed. Stop thinking about that big thing or you might have that big thing. Think about what is the small thing that you can do. Maybe even break that down to what are the smaller steps to get that thing done so that you can keep doing these things over and over and over and over again. Remember, standardize first. Keep the habit small. Keep it easy. It might look imperfect to other people, but that's okay. Get that habit of showing up in first, and then you're going to optimize. And you're going to see this is actually going to build that thing that you want. And it's going to build it in a way that feels good. You're not going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to keep showing up and doing the thing. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your year of growth. Um, February feels good. I hope it feels good for you. Reach out and let me know. You can comment in the comments or you can send me a DM or you can send me an email at coachjacqueline at jacquelinericchio.com. I'll see you in the next one. Take care.